Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing tactics and strategies to help grow your business. You know, today we're going to talk about a subject that many businesses and brands are having a hard time getting their hand around, and that is what is your brand empathy? Why does it matter? And, and what is it? I think at the end of the day, what we're going to realize in 2020 is how consumers think and feel about a brand is as important and, and is a, a, a very important driver in whether or not your brand will be able to survive a pandemic and that uh, an economic crisis, or some other uh, strain on our economy as a whole. And so when we talk about brand empathy, it's really a brand's ability to connect with how their customers and how their audience think and feel about the industry, the products, and the services that their brand represents. So it's it's really, it's like this 30,000 foot um, temperature gauge of your audience when it comes to not only how they think and feel about you and your brand, but also the, the, the worldview and the context of how they think and feel about the industry in the service area or the products that you, uh, you know, represent. You know, I think that what we're going to be able to do, what we're going to look back on, and there's already been markers on this that really begin in the early 2000s, um, that investing in brand empathy equals long-term ROI for a business. Why do I say that? Well, look at some of the businesses who have invested in brand empathy. These brands would be Apple, uh, Dell, um, Best Buy, and, and more recently, Amazon, Uber, Airbnb. And what do all of those brands have in common? They have a built-in mechanism that allows them to empathize with their audience and with their customers. How do they do that? Well, first of all, by doing it, they are really boosting consumer confidence because of their brand visibility. So they've invested in, you know, whether it's, you know, marketing on digital, whether it's marketing on, you know, over the top video or whether it's pre-roll YouTube video ads, programmatic, whatever their methodology of getting in front of people, they have done a really good job of that. But, but following that up with deploying very specific and strategic methods of deploying empathy has also been a very strong point of theirs. And we'll talk about that in a minute. How exactly do they, how exactly did they do that? And what are the eight action points that your business, that your brand should follow right now uh, to really enhance your brand empathy? So again, what is the biggest obstacle for brands in really enhancing their brand empathy? I'll tell you, it's really simple. It really boils down to ego. The ego of a brand says, 
hey, we are the best at this, and we've always been the best at this, and we've been the best for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, that will absolutely set you up for failure. Just ask Kodak, Kodak. just ask Blockbuster, um, you know, just ask many of the other iconic brands who have had to close their doors because they really did not deploy empathy. Another thing that I think that is really, um, you know, it's just not a value point and, and, and many brands and companies really undervalue just how much insight and, and how much data and, and value comes from feedback and understanding how people think and feel about, you know, the process of, you know, getting a new car insurance provider or the process of buying a new computer or the process of buying a new phone or the process of, you know, shopping online or, or whatever it is that, that, you know, consumers are doing. Consumer empathy, when a brand truly has a, a, a dedication to understanding consumer and, and having, an, um, having empathy for how they think and feel about their industry, it fuels customer acquisition insights. What do I mean by that? Well, customer acquisition insights, it's how do you acquire new how do you acquire new customers? How do you acquire new members? How do you how do you open the door for business growth? And having consumer having empathy for your consumer or your members and understanding what's important to them and, and how your product or how your service answers those questions or is a response to their needs and their wants, you know, has a huge, huge impact on that. So on the in the internet and in the world today, consumer empathy at scale really looks like, quite simply, online reviews. You know, there, there is so much to be learned that a brand could learn by going out and read, actually reading the reviews that are left by people who not only have done business with them, but of who, who have done business with their competitor. You know, it's interesting. There was a, um, a survey that HubSpot did, I want to say in 2018, and they said that 42% of companies do not survey or collect feedback from their customers. 42%. I mean, that's almost 50%. Almost half of all businesses don't ask for any feedback. And if they don't ask for any feedback, I guarantee you they're not going out and looking at what their competitors, uh, what their comments and what their reviews are of their product, right? I mean, they're literally, they're, their head is in the sand and they are literally running their business based on their ego, based on the fact that we've been here for 25 years and we're not going anywhere. I'm telling you what, the world has, has completely tilted in the last six months. The way we go about things, I mean, you, you guys thought the internet was big and wide and deep before. I mean, I've said this before, the data is out there. 
the internet has grown exponentially 30x over the last six months. Why? Because we are working from home. We are um, we are staying safe. We are traveling less, which has forced us to do what? It's forced us to jump on our mobile devices. It's forced us to jump on screens and go online and figure stuff out. How are we going to get our groceries? How are we going to save money? How are we going to pay our bills? You know, and and so we've we've done that. And and through this process, what are we doing? We're reading other people's reviews, and that's influencing our decision. And what's also influencing our decision is when we see someone leaves a comment negative in nature, and we see a brand respond to that in in you know in that thread of in that review. What does that do? Does that strengthen our brand confidence in selecting that uh, service provider or choosing that product? Because we're not walking into the store and asking the clerk or asking the associate about that because we're not going anywhere. So these online reviews are are just a, a, a foundational piece of a brand's ability to deploy empathy. And so it's twofold. It's, do you have someone on the team? Is there someone a part of your organization? And it should be, you know, the C-suite, the whether it's the CEO or whether it's the CMO uh, or whether it's the COO, whoever it is, somebody at that level should be involved in reading that. Because I guarantee you that the feedback that Apple got, that Dell got, you know, it eventually trickled its way to the top. And that ultimately influenced future products and future services. I guarantee you, do the, do find out uh, the, the story behind what happened to Dell back in 2015 uh, with that consumer, with the guy that bought the, the Dell computer and he went off and, and what they did about that. You know, and, and how that launched a whole new you know program. Look at what Best Buy has done in almost creating uh you know reviews and feedbacks on every single product they offer. Look at the success of Amazon and how they've put reviews on every product on their on their platform. Look at all of the reviews, Google reviews, Yelp reviews that influence millions of people's decision on where they're going to eat next, where they're going to stay next, what what are they going to purchase next, who are they going to do business with next. And if you're not reading that, if you're if you don't have someone who's dedicated and and then who takes that information, takes it seriously and can communicate that in an objective way and not be defensive about oh well, they just don't know, you know, our brand is the best and you know, our people are the best. Well, you know what? People make mistakes. And as a result, brand image suffers. So you have to absolutely take serious, you know, your your company's strategic ability to um, create opportunities for those reviews of your product and service to be, you know, posted online and then how to respond to them when they're favorable or negative. So again, you know, when we look at this, 
you know, this is what empathy looks like for a brand. It's all about the reviews. And 42% of businesses are ignoring it. Don't be, don't be that business, right? Um, but I, I think that when we look at companies like Apple and Dell and Best Buy and Uber and Airbnb and, and Amazon, it's so obvious that they place a high value on the transformational power of consumer feedback. All right, so let's jump into it, guys. Let's jump into what are the eight action points to really deploy empathy at scale for your brand. Number one, on your website, if you don't have a feedback button, start there. It's very easy to add a feedback button on your homepage, have it be a click, and you know whether you know it expands out and you put the feedback in there, whether that button takes you to a landing page, whatever it is, get that feedback button on your website ASAP on the homepage, especially if you provide any level of services or products where you have, uh, especially if you are B2C. Um, and if you're B2B, there's no reason why you for, for you to ignore this, you need to do it as well. All right, number two, um, maybe you've seen this before as well. So you're online, you're buying something, you're done, you hit submit, and then up pops up a survey. Thank you for your purchase. Take three seconds, fill this out, give us your feedback, right? So that would be number two is having that pop up, that sort of last step, you know, tell us how we did. Number three is to develop and create a loyalty program. A loyalty program, how is that empathy? How is that empathy? Because it shows that you want to provide a reward for the fact that they've decided to choose you again and again, right? Over and over. And so built into that loyalty program, you know, you can have, hey, be a part of our VIP, give us feedback. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can develop a loyalty program that just communicates back to your consumer that says, we value your input. We value your feedback. And part of that is a rewards program. I mean, literally Best Buy gives points when you make a purchase and you leave a comment, you get extra points, which goes towards future products and services purchased on their website. It's very simple. Number three, or number four, is a net promoter score. What is a net promoter score? Guys, we've seen this on, on all kinds of different uh, websites, uh, you know, things that we've gone to, and, and we get an email. Matter of fact, I got one this morning from um, the company that provides services, one of our um, service providers, and I got an email, and basically the email was, thank you so much for being a valued customer's you know, on a scale of one to 10, how would you value the service that we provide? Boom, one through 10, I pick my number, I hit submit. That is a net promoter score. You can do it in emails. You can do it in pop-up reminders. There are all kinds of ways that you can create that net promoter score. Um, and again, what does that do? That communicates, hey, we're trying to get feedback. Your, your feedback is important to us because when we look overall and we, we see a trend that people are scoring us lower in that area, that should be an identifier that we need to 
really evaluate our process or we need to evaluate, you know, our, our warranty or our guarantee or, or whatever that related service or product is. Number five, social media hashtags, right? I mean, this is something that did not exist in, in 1986 or 1970 or 1952, right? And so, of course, if, if, if you know, your leadership, uh, you know, is, is being driven by, you know, a boomer or someone who's in their, you know, late 60s or 70s, and maybe they don't understand what a hashtag is and why it's important, you know, when, when your role as the, you know, customer service index or your, you know, customer service relationship role, you know, I mean, those are the people who typically are the, the brand empathy ambassadors, right? Is, is the people who, who wrestle with and deal with customer service type things. But we need to go much larger and much take that with, with a greater amount of dedication and resources. Because guys, right now, things have changed. And more people are visiting a brand's website who are, who are engaging with or following their social media content. And so, you know, I, I remember Comcast was probably one of the first big brands, um, you know, gosh, eight, nine years ago, you know, they came out with hashtag Comcast cares and they literally dedicated an entire team to uh, Twitter support and feedback. Now I know, you know, everyone has their complaints about whatever brand, but here's a company that said, okay, we know that people are talking about our brand through social media. Let's get involved in the conversation. Let's not to, to, you know, turn a deaf ear to what's being said. Let's, let's participate in that conversation. Number six is page redirects to your feedback form. What do I mean by that? Um, so it's very easy when you fill out a, you, 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 maybe you have a, an event registration, right? Maybe your, your brand is thinking about, or is, is going to a virtual event because you've held, you know, brick and mortar conferences and webinars, uh, you know, throughout your summer and early fall, it's a normal part of your business. And, and you've always handed out the surveys at the end of, of those sessions, well, now you need to think about that because you're going to go online and you're going to create an online version because a lot of companies don't have travel money. A lot of companies, uh, you know, are not going to let their staff, you know, travel. So as a result, organizations and businesses are thinking about going virtual. They're going to do that. But a part of what they need to make sure that they have is that feedback loop of how did you like the services, right? How did you like the content? And so, when the webinar ends, are they automatically prompted with or redirected to a survey feedback that allows them to then, you know, they can't basically go to the next event until they fill out that form. So that's a redirect that puts that feedback right in front of them before they can take the next step. Number seven would be creating a redirect to your Yelp location reviews or to your Google reviews. So again, a summer seven is that redirect to Yelp and or a redirect to your Google reviews. Again, why is this important? Well, not only is it important 
um, to deploy brand empathy, but there's also a search engine optimization aspect to this as well. Did you know that the more reviews, positive reviews you have on Google and or a platform like Yelp that are connected to your profile, which is linked to your website URL, that that is part of the algorithm that the search engines determine which website should be displayed towards the top compared to others who don't have that signal. Absolutely, that is part of the algorithm. That's part of the formula that the search engines decide what brand is out there who's really an authority, who really understands the consumer and what they want, because their job, when someone types in, best electrician, best pool supply, best attorney. They need to not only be able to figure out, okay, who has the content, who's publishing, but they want to take into consideration the human element, the the the, the collective feedback grade of a brand, and they use sites like Yelp and Google Reviews to evaluate uh, those rankings. So that's important. And lastly, number eight is creating a dedicated community forum. You know, this is, this is a concept that we've done for a couple of clients and it has created tremendous value for their organization is creating an online community forum where the community can come together and talk about how can they make things better? You know, how can they improve the services or how can they improve, you know, the, the annual conference or how can they uh, improve you know, the process. Again, it's it's a collective feedback that's active in real time where you get the information um, and put it together. So, I mean, you could create a Discord channel. You know, you could create a Slack channel. You could create a WordPress, you know, BuddyPress website. Um, I mean, there are all, there are many different, you could create a Facebook group, you know, there are many different ways that your brand could launch a community, a dedicated community forum where people can give feedback, you know, on the idea and how to improve uh, the products and services. Or, or, or maybe you do it from, you know, you step back and it's not about us. It's about our industry as a whole. How do we make this better? How do we make it better? Right. And you just provide the, the space, the virtual space for people to have that dialogue. Right. So these are the eight action points that your brand can take right now that you can invest in right now and see long-term ROI for your brand. And again, let's, let's recap that. So number one, create that feedback button on your website. Number two, create a pop-up feedback form when a transaction or an action is completed. Number three, enhance or create a loyalty program that rewards people for their feedback. Number four, have a net promoter score plan, communication, right? How well would we do? How likely are you to recommend us to someone else, right? One through five, eight, whatever, one through 10, whatever your scoring metric is. Number five, create and use of social media hashtags to engage in the conversation about what it is, um, you know, that, that your service or organization provides. Uh, number six, have page redirects to your feedback form and have that in a logical step process 
you know, whether it's, you know, allowing them, you know, before they can take the next step, complete the next course or go on to the next thing, have them complete that form, which then opens up the next step. And then number seven, once they, you know, complete or fill out, you know, that whatever that step is in the consumer cycle uh, that's applicable to your organizational business model, redirect them to your Yelp profile or to a Google profile so that they can leave that feedback. And number eight is set up and create a dedicated community forum or an online space where you can pull together advocates and enthusiasts and, and people to gather that feedback. Guys, do not be one of the 42% of businesses who ignore feedback or who just don't really make any effort to collect customer sentiment because that for sure is a way to absolutely kill your empathy. I mean, it will keep your ego high because you'll just be ignoring the fact that people think you suck in whatever area, right? I mean, that's really what I, I think a lot of brands, they don't, they don't do it for that reason. They don't want to know the bad stuff that they're doing. They want to just pretend like everything is status quo. Guys, we are so far from the status quo. It is not even funny. I hope today has been helpful again, covering the eight action points uh, for you to enhance your brand empathy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you know, each and every episode, love to have it. I've got some incredible guests that are going to be coming on the show in the future next week. So I hope that you'll tune in again. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.